Hello and welcome to the Bull Mountain Brothers Podcast with your hosts, Ramsey Rutschke, Riley Rutschke, and Sean Morris. Back for a good one. I'm here with the boys. How are we guys? What's up? Doing good. I feel like we can... I feel like I'm being watched. No. I, camera I, I, for the... What, second time? Well, there's or? about 13 different things that are new. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a shock to, to everybody here at the beginning, but I feel like we can finally uh, breathe a sigh of relief from what's been going on for the last three no weeks. Kidding. We're finally here in this setting, um, and we're not. hopefully we're not up till midnight tonight for the for like seventh day in a row. Right. I don't know if I'll ever mentally recover from the loss of sleep. At this point, but that's all right. We're here and got our we're studio. In, yeah, we're in our sixty. I'd say close to sixty percent complete studio. Yeah. yeah, we're we're close, but not close. Enough. I mean, we're close enough to do this. I mean, this as far as you guys can tell, it's done. <laughs> that might yeah. be a little far fetched. There's not a whole room of unfinished sheetrock behind the camera. Nope, definitely not. No, not at all. Um, so, what did we do last weekend? This, yeah. Yeah. We unfortunately had to cancel our ice fishing trip that was supposed to be in this like weekend. two days. Yeah. I'm super glad we did. There's no way we could have balanced, juggled all of this. No. No, there's no way. Because um, we were going to be gone all weekend. So, And we were going to go fly, <laughs> we were gonna go fly fishing after we canceled that. Um, but it's going to be 15 degrees this weekend, and that really doesn't... Is. bode well for no stream spring spring stream early fishing. spring yeah yeah so i don't know we got a lot of work we can do here you know a couple things we true. can do around yeah. this area we have so. some like uh, wifely duties that we we're gonna have to do all we can <laughs> on this on the podcast but but now we're to a situation where you're gonna have to be editing videos quite frequently all weekend that's all right um I'm Friday. sure you're pretty good at it now. It's kind of I know, and I got a fancy new camera. Yeah, so. we, God, man, we changed so much. What where are we at now? We got new camera, new studio, um, our Frankenstein table here. Sean, <laughs> Sean has a a new dress. Yep. Oh, sorry. No. Oh, it's even got a split from the side down. Oh wow, Ooh, those are my favorite. Really? Have you been? I like the like double the girl, ones. Like, like the girls on TikTok. in between the legs. Oh, like that's the TikTok trend, bro. I mean. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know. <laughs> no. No, no. So, uh, another thing. We're, we're finally here. We're finally able to do a legitimate interview. And it's February, but it took well, took two months before we're here. Uh, we have a wonderful guest today. Um, the creator of the Mental Hygiene Podcast. Um, if you guys are on the TikTok format, you'll see... You'll probably have seen him on your For You page. He's got 1.1 million TikTok followers. He has 63,000 Instagram followers. And uh, he's become quite the, uh, I don't know, what do you call that? Uh, influencer? Influencer. Yeah. Um, he's actually a, a really old friend of ours, a really good friend of yours from, from back in the day. Long, long um, ago. And uh, I kind of caught eye of him just learning about, you know, well, obviously Ramsey and I are talked about our weight loss journey um and i kind of caught eye of it and i kind of went and kind of asked zach some 
some questions and whatnot um, on kind of how to get started. You know, I've been through situations where I've, I've lost 70 pounds before. Um, I've yo-yoed and whatnot. So we kind of contacted him. He got us set up with his people. Um, and now we're kind of, I would say, starting to build a friendship again. Um, and we've said, you know what? He, he talked talk to me about how he um, is starting, you know, he's way back in the outdoors now because of his weight loss. And that really fits in to what we have going on here. So without further ado, uh, we're going to bring Zach H on right now. And uh, we'll get going with a, a little bit of our first interview here. Oh, that was impressive. That was uh, that was ninja. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> Welcome, Zach. What's up, guys? How are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. So, uh, welcome to our... God, I, see, what you have to bear with real quick is for the last four weeks, it's been just us three doing our thing. And we walked into... We were super prepared tonight. As much as we... To, to have one thing be unprepared. And we're finally here with good sound. And uh, I only fucked up one time. So, uh, Zach, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. I totally understand. You guys don't have anything to worry about. We did our first guest on the podcast the other week. And it was a little bit of a shit show at first. We do a totally different method than you guys. Yeah, this is probably a, a quite an extreme difference in podcast style. Yeah. Uh, obviously... Uh, your podcast has a way different um, way you're, you reach your viewers mm-hmm. um, versus ours. So first of all, I'd like to get into um, you have kind of a big story. First of all, you, um, what was it? Two years ago, mm-hmm. 2020. Um, why don't you go ahead and run us through. Uh, you started off, uh, how much did you, you weigh? The, well, with the whole TikTok journey, you know, the highest I ever was was 682.6 pounds. Okay. So that's, that's kind of like my official starting weight, but I was probably up above 700. I remember going to the doctor and I was like 699.8 and I just never fucking went again until I, <laughs> I started losing weight. Cause I know that I've got to that, uh, over 700 pound mark, but I was so ashamed of myself that I didn't want to. So how many you're at, so that would have been 2020. Mm-hmm. And so you're, are you like a year and a half into it? Yeah. About a year and a half. And say. your, your weight right now is at what? 287. 287. So you got basically a large following on social media due to really your inspirational journey to find, you know, a better life for yourself. Correct. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, the thing that was, in my opinion, so different about what I posted is, like, you always see these fucking videos on TikTok of people posting, like, before and afters, the finished result. But my first video that went, like, fucking bananas was the start. And, like, so many people resonated with, like, this fucking kid is so big. Like, how? first of all, how is he fucking moving? Mm -hmm. And... The way I kind of describe it to people is like, for once, it wasn't a coach yelling from the finish line. It was like a teammate running the run, running the race with you. And like, that was what was unique about my journey. Cause you see, there's a ton of other influencers that have had these splash in the bucket, 30 million view videos, but then they never retained the, the virality of those videos. And somehow I guess I was able to do that. You know, I think I have like 135 million views in the past year and a half now, and it finally climbed over a million followers 
but now it's, <laughs> as I lose weight, it's, I'm, I'm kind of running out of content a little bit. It's just, it's a, I'm starting to have to be a lot more uh, thoughtful about what I post. What I've been told about this kind of media journey, whoa, water on the floor. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Is you have to be able to constantly be able to audible your content. And I think yeah. you, I think you have a good voice and I think that, um, you know, I think you're going to be able to, to find, uh, well, obviously you're doing, uh, the mental hygiene podcast, mm-hmm. um, which is a podcast that really kind of reflects on your weight loss journey with your uh, co-host Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And through that, you kind of help, you're kind of doing content that would help people understand where someone starts at 700 pounds yeah. and the journey that you went through to help people along the way. So I have, I have kind of two questions for you right now, based off of what you just told us when you were at that 700 pounds and you say, you know, people said, I, how do I move at this point? What was your lifestyle like at that point? What was it like to, you know, cause you know, everyone's seeing the thousand pound sisters and the mm-hmm. uh, 600 pound life. And you at 20, were you been 20 when you started? 20, 21, 22. Okay. Um, you probably had some some skeletal, and your skeleton was good. Your muscles were good. So I'm curious, what was it like for you to move around uh, at that weight at that point in your life? Well, I would say the fact that I was such an athlete when I was growing up saved me from having to have a crane lift me out of bed. Like I had a lot of muscularity underneath the fat, thankfully, but. So like I would still go fishing here and there and just sit on the fucking ground and like just, you know, set line with a crappie rig or what the fuck ever. Right. Other than that, I mean, I was really like the, the biggest way I can describe to you, like how difficult that lifestyle was is like, I couldn't wipe my ass. Like the social security administration put me on disability because I couldn't wipe my ass. And like, you can't work a fucking job if you can't wipe your butt. Mm-hmm. I knew this was pre COVID. So that wasn't even like working from home on the, the scale that people do now wasn't even a thought. So I couldn't wipe my butt. And then like, I could, I could go places and do things. But first of all, my odor was fucking horrendous. Uh, people were grossed out by me. Little kids stared, little kids laughed, old people laughed, old people thought that they had the right to, you know, pull me aside and tell me that I had to do this to lose weight or this, that, whatever. Um, but I I was still pretty mobile. I could get out of bed. I could bathe myself. I could do that kind of stuff. Fitting in cars was very difficult. The, the toll that I took on suspension on cars, I mean, it's not, it's, I, I, single-handedly could decrease gas mileage (laughs) (laughs) like my Subaru uh that's my our other car it probably went from like 19 mpg now it gets like 22 22 and a half just from me not being a quarter of a ton so uh i think that kind of sums up the lifestyle i was sedentary i was eating you know my girlfriend i don't know before all that right just a lot of fucking eating my boredom, eating my pain away. And like Ramsey knows, like my sister passed away when I was a little kid and that really fucked me up. My brother was also like actively terminally ill from the same disease. And that was just, and my mom went like really absent. So like not having any support around me for so much of my life really fucked me up. And I was just literally sitting in bed eating Mm -hmm. and 
I was trying to be as productive as I could, but I dropped out of high school. I fucking, I picked up a pretty bad drinking problem when I was like 15 years old. And, but yeah, that's pretty much what it was like to be 700 pounds. Don't do it. So what I remember of the last time I could say we sat in a room together or stood in a room together, you were not a real, I mean, like as someone that's grown up overweight and been like the, the football player, like, you know, you were that size, you Mm -hmm. were a, you were bulky, but not overweight. Would you say it was like your, your high school years that you really blew up into that weight or was it your, for sure. Freshman year, right after my freshman year in high school, for sure. Um, um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Um, so, uh, you are a freshman in high school, you're starting to gain weight and what are the hobbies that you were doing right before you started to become, cause I'm going to tell you right now from experience, there's a point where you're fat and then you look back on a point in your life where you're like, I wish I was as fat as I was then. Yeah, for sure. When did you get to that point to realize that you're not doing the things that you used to love to do? So after my freshman year of high school, I got my heart hurt pretty badly. Um, That it was definitely no fault of anybody but my own, but it was 1000% a catalyst to everything that had gone on throughout my life like you know we there was a winter where we didn't have electricity and we had to cook all of our food on a fireplace and all of our heat came from a fireplace we ran an extension cord from our neighbor's house and like there was just all of these extenuating circumstances that were building and building and building and building and then that that catalyst happened you know after my freshman year of high school and it was like I was steadily creeping up towards, you know, 350, 400 pounds. And then when that shit happened, it was just like fucking the floodgates broke. I just didn't leave the house anymore. I just ate and ate and ate and ate and ate and ate and ate. And I mean, I could literally ate until I was almost dead. Mm -hmm. So I a hundred percent understand where you're coming from when you can like look back and say, what, what was that catalyst that happened? And I would say that was when I got hurt and then not having the proper support system around me and not knowing how to cope with it. Okay. So I guess I have a question is, I guess when you started your, your weight loss journey, was there like a point that the hump that you just couldn't get over and it was just super stressful and it, you know, probably just took a toll on your mind and everything across that line and stuff. So like Ramsey knows, I've always loved pretty much the same thing you guys do. I've always loved outdoors, loved sports. And being 22, I was, all of my friends were really starting to live their lives, go camping, go boating, go hunting, go fishing, go on wild adventures to Europe and all this shit. And it fucking killed me to watch all of them do that. And I thought that my athleticism, just my, the pure grit would carry me to weight loss. And I really explained this to you in those messages when we talked about it. Um, it won't. It, it's not enough. And I, I probably went to the Y for the YMCA for probably two consecutive years swimming every single fucking day for two or three hours a day. And I, you know, I yo-yo like 20 or 30 pounds, but it was never anything substantial. So I was still always over, you know, 640, 650 pounds. Um, when I met my girlfriend... <laughs> She was trying to lose weight as well. And then COVID hit and we both reverted and went to our uh, 
highest weight. She got to about 320, a little bit under 320 pounds. And I was, you know, 682 pounds. We collectively were literally a thousand pounds. <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, the big catalyst, that hump that you're talking about, I went to, uh, Cassidy and I found an air conditioner on Facebook marketplace. So this was like the end of June and she was like, let's go buy it. So we, we went over to this old couple's place in you know, in the middle of town and went into their house and plugged it in, tried it out. And they're like, Oh, they're a really sweet couple. And I, I walk out of the house with this air conditioner in my arms. And do you guys know what exposed aggregate is like on a staircase that's exposed gravel, like pea gravel mm -hmm. for traction. Mm -hmm. I fell down like five stairs and I fell on top of the air conditioner and fucking destroyed my legs. And I thought it was good. Like that was like excruciating pain, but we went home a couple days later, Cassidy and I are trying to gear up to have a, uh, summer of camping we were buying a tent we were setting up this tent in our front yard that we bought and i literally just couldn't stand i could not fucking stand on my feet and i was like cass you got to take me to the hospital so they did and um, they thought that i broke my back but there was no way to definitively tell because i was too fucking fat for the mri and the ct so they were like calling the zoos around they were like yeah you're, you there's no chance you won't fit and the zoos were like we can't help you with that so the neurosurgeon came in and he was like we're going to put you in the hospital. We're going to put you in the uh, nursing home for six months because we'd rather be safe than sorry. And I'm fucking 21 years old or just, just about to turn 22. That's not an option. Tw fucking nursing home at 20. What the fuck? It's a totally <laughs> wrong direction that I ever wanted to go in. So that was definitely my catalyst to change back. And I was just, I messaged, I, I pulled I actually had the message, but I messaged my doctor and I was like, I really want to do this for real. Like, I'm serious. This is, this is it this time. I'd like to see the dietitian that I saw before because she was great. And I really surrounded myself with the right support team. And then I let go of my ego about being an athlete and put, I kind of put my life in my care team's hands. And Paige was like, you, if you fucking follow this process, you're going to lose the weight. And I was like, I don't believe you, but I'm going to do it and we're going to find out. So not only was there a dietitian that both of you guys see now, I believe. Yeah. Yep. There was a dietitian. And then I did cognitive behavioral therapy to figure out why I binge ate the way that I did, what the way, why I would eat the way I would when everybody wasn't looking the way, um, maybe you guys have experienced this, but like I'll back then what I would do, especially when I first started losing weight is I would eat so well and I would do so well in my caloric deficit. And then when nobody was looking, I'd be like, ah, I did pretty good. I worked my ass off today. And then I'd fucking eat like three sandwiches and a glass of milk. And it's like fucking undoing everything. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's no point. And it would, it, it really fucked me up. But yeah, that, that was the catalyst for me to start back up. Okay. Yeah. So question for me is like, now that you've lost as much weight as you've lost, how, like, what's the feeling when you're able to do all the things that you were watching these people do that you're like, man, I really want to do this now that you can do it? You know, I, I think everybody that, that watches or listens to this podcast can you know, just like close your eyes and think about being on the most pristine river fly fishing and like a bald eagle drops down in front of you. Like every time I close my eyes, I just think of that every fucking time like that I can do that now. It's like I teetered so close to that line of death and of being somebody that can't even take care of their own body that I'm so great. Like literally every time I close my eyes or I go to sleep, I think of like some granola ass music playing with I'm fly fishing in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. like, my buddy Connor, he got me back into he I've always been a spin fisherman, but he like forced me to fly fish and he forced me to like only bring fly rods. 
and good like, man. Good he, man. T- <laughs> he took me to the Madison that uh, that um, gap between Hebgen and Quake. You know, mm-hmm. a really popular spot mm-hmm. right there. And oh my god, dude! I fished for three fucking days and I didn't even get a bite. And I was dog ass tired and knee deep in the water, wet wading in the fucking river. And this fucking huge, like five foot wingspan bald eagle drops down. And my buddy took a couple pictures of me. And all of a sudden, I'm dead drifting a nymph through the water with a with a like a root beer float on the bottom of it. Okay. And fucking hooked up. And it was like the dinkiest little rainbow trout. But I almost fucking cried. I was like, "This is the best fish." it's a good moment that's so relatable and and the funny thing to me is like when you talk about you three days of just casting and casting casting that's the best days dude so so i'm assuming you haven't gone steelhead fishing yet not yet i went to oregon to do it but so you need to do some steelhead fishing because you'll learn that uh that's a fish of thousand a thousand casts Mm. it makes you a better fisherman every single time you do it and there's something so grind worthy about it like it's so satisfying when you don't when you go home you don't even catch a fish and so i get what you're saying <laughs> i i'm at this point with it where like i did i really because you guys know there people are snot fly fishermen can be really fucking oh, snobby about oh, bait yeah. fishermen bro yeah. and like my buddy connor was trying to recruit me into fly fishing and i was like bro you just you'll look down on me because i'm a spin fisherman but I swear to God, I'd rather go fly fishing for three days and not catch a goddamn thing than catch a fish. On you got to take a positive out of it, too, because, I mean, you're just sitting there practicing a cast for three days, essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, for real. So, yeah. I mean, next time you go, you're like, oh, this is definitely muscle memory now. I, I, when we went on that trip to the Madison, we went to, you guys know Rich at East Rosebud? Oh, the, yeah, absolutely. The, we, we, went to, we went, we were pulling there, and Connor was like, uh, you're probably going to spend like 100 bucks on flies. I was like, the fuck I am. The <laughs> fuck I am. And like, it was like $109. I was like, I fucking hate myself right now. <laughs> I lost like half of them in the river. Oh, yeah. You really learn. It's definitely a guilty pleasure. Oh, man. The, the, just before we continue, I got to tell you guys a story. We were, we were right there. You guys know the bend right there, like the big, really popular bend that dried mm-hmm. up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we were fishing there. My buddy Ty, Ty and Connor, and they're teaching me. that We're doing all this stuff, and um, we're all fly fishing. And if I'm not mistaken, you guys would probably know better, but that section of the river is non-live bait only, right? On uh, the Madison? Yeah. Shit, man. I haven't been in the Madison in a while, so I'm not... I, if you tell me that, I'll believe it. That's so. That's what. That's what we were under the impression. On these fucking guys from Utah, pull up like sixty, six of them. They're throwing spin rods like Panther Martins, trailing um, worms. Whatever it is, what it is. They go down. They seem pretty nice at first. And my buddy Ty hooks up. He gets hooked up to a couple of them, and these fucking guys just start creeping on us. Get like like arms width. We kind of go away. We're like, okay, we're not going to be confrontational. This, these motherfuckers. This guy caught probably like a two and a half pound brown trout. Turns around, grabs it, just fucking throws it. Just throws it into the river. And then they're doing this like 15 fish. They're hammering them. We can't catch shit. But they're literally just like, it's the hoot owl restriction just got lifted. And they're taking these fish, putting them up on the rocks, having them out of the water for like three minutes in like 85 degree heat. And then throwing them. Like these beautiful, huge brown trout. Like... I thought Ty was going to beat the shit out of one of them. It was really, it was like, everyone talks about Montana specifically, always talk about how much we hate Californians or whatever, right? Right. It's fucking Utah people. They were brutal, dude. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It was insane. Well, I, I think sometimes bait fishermen can be some of the hardest people. Because most of the time, would you say a lot of bait fishermen are, they're probably going to eat the fish eat. a lot of times? 
more than likely. More likely. I'm cats and release only now. Oh yeah. See, that, that's well, uh, but like white meat, we we keep like pike and walleye. Okay. Right? Walleye's good as fuck. Um, Fried walleye. Oof. I can relate to your story. There's a pond that we fish, uh, the special little spot. We'll take you there someday. It's Please it's God. phenomenal. Like we know how to, we know the little secret to it. You'd have a blast. We ice fish it too. Okay. Okay. And there, uh, I had a buddy go out there a couple weeks ago, and there's Amish people that go in there, and there's no live minnows that you can you can't use live minnows in this pond. And they brought them in there and caught a hundred fish, and they're just chucking them on the ice, rainbow after rainbow after rainbow, chucking them on the ice. And uh, no, I totally get like you're frustrated. If I would have been there, I would have been super frustrated myself. Um, but yeah, so I think it's really great to hear you bring up the fly fishing thing. Cause that was like my biggest, like when we're talking about weight loss and all this stuff and you tell me I'm able to do the things I want to do. And I'm a flyer fisherman. Now I was like, Oh my dude, dude, my dude, the best thing ever. Here, I'll show you guys. I got this done a couple weeks ago. Oh, hell yeah. Isn't that's, wow. sweet. that's sick. Dude. <laughs> that's sick. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I lost my tangent. This tattoo threw me off, dude. Um, <laughs> How losing weight and fly fishing coincide. Um, basically, what I was going to ask you is with your fly fishing experience, obviously, uh, it's freezing in here. I don't know if you felt that yet, but the window's been open. So yeah. thank you, Sean. I thank try you. to close this here. Go ahead. We're good. You're only just moving the table a lot, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. Whew. That was a stretch. Um, a little chilly, were you? <laughs> I think Riley was. <laughs> Have you only done wade fishing with fly fishing? Is that uh, like your basic experience of fly fishing? Is like you're on the bank and stuff? No, I've you, you drifted. I've, I've not in a drift boat, okay. but I've I've. You guys probably I know how fly fishermen are. <laughs> um, I've uh, trolled flies on boats before. Oh, like, dude. oh dude. <laughs> you're talking to some believer in the troll. Oh, yeah. I, got I a, love trolling flies. I got a quick story. Okay. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, is good. this is the same pond he was talking about, and. If we're not catching fish, I still kind of have like that five-year-old mentality. Like, this is stupid, you know? Yeah. Except for steelhead fishing. That was an exception. I literally like tunnel vision. So we were at this pond, and I wasn't catching anything. And Riley was just sitting over here just like, oh, I got a fish. And I was like, fuck you. (laughs) And so I was like, me and a couple of my buddies always went up to a a lake in Wyoming up in the Bighorns. And that's all they did is they'd troll with flies. And I was like... All right, I'm going to try this. So I took a big old streamer, threw it about 40 feet behind the boat, and we're going. It had been about 10 minutes, and I was just using the trolling motor, just kind of going around the edges. And all of a sudden, my pole goes like, woof, to the back of the boat. And I'm like, oh, fish. Pull in this, like, I don't know, probably 23, 24-inch. Oh, it was like a 25-inch cutthroat. Like oh, a, my like God. Three- Holy shit. And I was like... All right, this is pretty cool. You know, there's something to that on the, on that pond because I remember we we took the black pearl out the last time. I'm pretty sure he was in the process of changing what he we were just real fishing in the, and he was in the process of changing his line. So he pulled his tackle box out, set his pole down. I think it just had a top water on it. Set his pole down and it was probably three feet from the boat. And we're just sitting there cruising. I'm still spinning or whatever. And he goes, oh, shit. <laughs> Pulls out, sets the hook on a fish and pulls it in. Meanwhile, I haven't caught in shit all day. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? And then I did it like five minutes later. I did it again. <laughs> With a bigger cut. What With was the b- fly? What was the fly? 
Oh, it's a Grinch, dude. Yeah, it was a Grinch. Grinch is money. It's a good one on Rock Creek and Stillwater. Yeah. This guy, dude. We have to have him. There's going to be, this guy. There's gonna be a lot of trips here in the future. He knows enough. <laughs> he knows enough. He can hang. I'm learning. I'm learning. Uh, my dad. My dad's like an old fly fisherman, right? And But we didn't have a fly pole. I, <laughs> you guys know Bravi Pond? No. No. I fucking love that place. It's like my... Wait, is that... Okay. <laughs> Okay, two things. My dad, uh, Connor, my buddy Connor, he's all about like, he's like, you can't fucking tug a nymph through a creep. You can't because it's not natural. But we went to Broadview, <coughs> went to that pond, and my dad was like, throw a nymph, a, weight, a tungsten weighted nymph. And I'm fucking just like, boom! I'm dude I, all day long. I swear to God, if you can't catch anything there, hoppers. Oh my God! In late August, literally caught like a fucking 24 inch rainbow. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. He ate it. I had to fucking stand knee deep in that black shit mud that you guys. I'm sure you guys Stinks know. like shit. Yeah. Oh my oh, God! Yeah. But um, that's what my yard smells like when the water. So on. I, our house is probably within, I don't know, seven eight hundred yards. Seven eight hundred yards of there. So, uh, I, I don't know. Like, if you, if you stand on my back porch and look over. Bro, that's right literally my favorite place on the fucking planet. Dude, uh, you'll have to come out and stay at the house sometime. And uh, we literally just uh, get on the four-wheelers. And I, I have private access to the one corner. And, uh, well, actually, anymore, we just kind of take my boat because it's so much easier. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I also, I, I don't really want I really to give too many secrets away. But we actually learned a long time ago there was a certain part... Like that, no one fishes. Yeah. Like you go to a certain part. Like everyone fishes that one area. You go to a different area, and we don't even strip on the on the nymphs. You literally just dead float them out there and wait like between thirty seconds and fifty seconds, and you can reset. And we there was two summers ago where my buddy Josh came out, and Ramsey and Josh and I would catch no. nine to ten twenty inch rainbows every night. Like it's so stupid. No one knows how to fish. Love that pond, so dude. Much. It's it's wild. Like I'm really scared that it's gonna freeze over with how low it is and all fish. Well, the one side's completely dry. Like it's probably gonna be shitty this year. It's a real bummer. Such a good place. To Unless we get a lot of water too. in springtime. It no, made me almost cry when I went there and I saw how low. I mean, it's like seven, eight feet below well, where it should be. They use the irrigate. They irrigate the town with that water. Right. So I mean, whatever you're gonna get from just getting dried up. I I would say. As mild as this winter has been, it's not going to freeze solid because I was out there. We ice fished it this year. We did pretty well. It was fun. I would love to try that. The most I have saw this year and heard of was 14 inches, and it's 12 feet deep in the center. So there's going to be fish there, but I just I don't know if you'll have the the mass of the mass of well, shit last year we were on it with what two two inches yeah <laughs> two. You guys are he would get next to me and start cracking like dude get away from <laughs> yeah, me see ramsey now uh, we're obviously Fold we're down. to a point like you know all about us losing weight that's yeah. a huge reason you're here um but we kind of have this joke that when we're out ice fishing like if we're walking together on the ice then you know that the ice is pretty pretty well <laughs> pretty well all right but you'd be happy to know Ramsey's down 25 pounds. Fuck yeah. Um, and I'm only down 10, but I... Don't say only. That's fucking great. Well, I know what it takes, okay? 
like I said, I've lost 70 pounds before I did it the right wrong way. Um, but with this, and I, this sounds like such an excuse, but with this whole situation here, I haven't, I haven't given him my best shot. Okay. Right. So I'm happy with him. This kid's made like, he was a wild child until about three weeks ago. His whole life. <laughs> he was literally with me every day at school and I was my wildest. <laughs> we were literally like the, I, do you remember competing in the 800? Dude. You literally always fucking beat me, but then I'd beat you another shit. We were always competitive oh. with each other about fucking everything. Dude, him and the, I. the disc battles at lunch break, dude. <laughs> Bro, the your mama jokes. You poured that fucking carton of milk on me. Do you remember that? No. Oh, bro, I was gonna kill you. Oh, you fucking. Oh, Ramsey was a shithead when he was. Oh little. yeah. But I'm talking like, as an adult, this dude's running wild. This guy, he likes the nightlife. He, but he has turned. He has turned. I think it's his business that's really helping a lot. But he, he's 180 into like. I don't know. I'm super proud of you, man. Like 25 pounds is that like, makes huge. me really he, fucking happy to hear. He could give two shits a year ago. He's like, I don't go fuck if I'm this big. Like, uh, I'm still gonna get chicks. Or whatever. Kind of, kind of like what, that same attitude you had, like being athletic. Yeah. It's just like whatever. I'll know. get there when I get there. But, yeah. but can you can you like relate to this? But you you get to a point where there's things where you're like, I'll I, tell you, I'll tell you what it was for me. Is like. Going to the store to get clothes and walking out empty-handed because there's literally nothing. And I was just like, this is fucking, this is BS, dude. Like, yeah. I see all these clothes I want and I run up. I'm like, oh, this is sweet. Two X. I'm like, well. All right. Fuck. So, sorry That's to interrupt you work. real quick. What time are we at right now? 34. Okay. Because this leads me right into a seg. I wanted to do a segment with the four of us. I have some really cool, th- like a really good little, little deal here. So, we could... Take a pause and come back in a little bit. Um, I'd like to do a little segment and then continue a little bit back on on Zach's journey here if uh, we're all cool with that. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. We just had like a really good bullshit session. We almost didn't get back to the podcast. <laughs> uh, we got fishing involved. See, I knew that was going to happen. If we start talking about outdoor stuff, the three of us cannot get back on tangent no. from uh, we've, what we were doing. We've had like situations where we're just doing like a regular cast with three of us that... We'll be like, all right, let's just do a recap of what we did last weekend, blah, blah, go into that. And then our first opening recap takes 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep going. And we're like, well, I guess we just made a podcast already. <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, sorry that you came on earlier with it. It was a little bit little bit wishy-washy, but this is our first interview. And, yeah. uh, we're used to just talking about outdoor shit the whole time. So it's it's interesting to bring in more of a very serious... We, we had a group hug after this, or in between this, so we're all more comfortable. Yeah, it's all things. good now. We're all, But uh, I want to do a little segment right now. I'm basically going to... We're going to involve everybody. I'm going to start with Sean, uh-huh. and this is going to involve some kind of weight loss stuff. So it's going to be hard because Sean's actually like super like in good shape and stuff. So I just want you to answer it the best you can. But we're going to go around the table and end with Zach and see his reaction and... Uh, his his version of this so the first kind of little thing i have here is i want each one of us starting with sean to talk about the the fattest thing they've ever done the fattest thing you know what i'm talking about right? oh fuck yeah 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 so like like the habit that you've done that is like the fat like you're like you're you're looking at yourself right now and you're like this is why i'm fucked up i got it this is a fucking i'm fucked up for doing this This is perfect this actually ties into hunting go ahead so I guess to start off, I would say 
habits is really what I, you're looking for, right? Um, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause my, uh, yeah, yeah. Like a, like a bad, bad, terrible, like we were like, wow, I am a piece of shit for well, doing this. So essentially when I graduated high school and then I went and played college hockey, I was still obviously playing sports and doing all that. And then when I moved down here is when I wasn't doing shit. Can I interrupt you real quick? Yeah. I, I don't want to be a dick, but did you get chubby for a little bit? Yeah. Do I remember this? Yes. Okay, continue. And so when I moved down here, all I did was drink beer. <laughs> did you don't, hear me? Don't tie me into that. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead. All I did was, was well, drink beer with Ramsey and Garrett, I mean, every day. And so I think when I was playing college hockey, I think it was like maybe 200 pounds. And... Once I got down here, it was like, you know, drinking 10 beers every night almost, going through that. And I think I got up to like 245. And as soon as I graduated college here, I just started working and didn't eat at all. And so then I got down back to like 202. And that's kind of the line I've been teetering for. Every once in a while in the winter months, I fluctuate a little bit. But I think the biggest thing for me was just I just drank a lot of beer. That was your. That was when you're like. That's uh, what made me the fattest. Yeah, that was my fattest habit. Absolutely, Ramsey. I. <laughs> I was not the biggest I ever was when I had this habit, but it definitely like kind of set the tone for like where I'm at now. Because when I was in high school playing sports, I mean, I was working out two to three to four times a day. Right, I could eat whatever the fuck I wanted and stay the same weight. But after football games, every time after a football home game, I would go to McDonald's and get, oh, hell, like six cheeseburgers, probably 40 nuggets and like three large fries. Yeah. And I would eat all of it. I remember that. And then I would go home and drink like half a gallon of milk. And the, the worst part of it all was I would still be hungry. Yeah. Well, yeah. I still remember those those times at my old house in the Heights. Dude, we would buy like 20 or 30 cheeseburgers. Oh, dude. We one time had like six, seven dudes over there and we we're like, we're hungry. So him and, him and Nick took off, went to McDonald's and they came back with like, I don't know, like 150, 160 nuggets and like 35, 40 cheeseburgers. <laughs> and I remember like... I mean, we were just having fun, you know, doing college kids stuff. And I remember getting up that next morning and just walking out and seeing just, you know, 20-some cheeseburgers and, I don't know, 50 nuggets sitting on my table. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with these now? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as I was saying, though, that kind of like during high school, I figured out that I really had no limit as to how much I could eat. Well, I, I think that. Uh, did you don't you remember like when we would go out? I think you like blew up your stomach, dude. Because I remember we would go out with friends and shit, and your friends would like make you do food competitions. And like if there was like an eight of us at the table, you'd eat your food and be done and still hungry. And then they'd be like, Ramsey, eat the rest of my steak. And then you would feed like everyone's leftovers would go through Ramsey's gut. How many calories do you think you were eating a day in high school? In high school, easily over 8,000. Yeah. 
Bro, I fucking see the pain in your eyes right now. <laughs> no, I'm dead ass. Like, I know what it's like to be that guy that everybody thinks they can just pawn all the food off to because you're the fat fuck of the group. Yeah. I 100% understand what you're saying. So, that's that's definitely it for me. So, I have never been able to eat, like, a shit ton at once like that. Like, I get sick. But I think my problem is I eat all the time. And so, I'm just going to give you, like... I hope uh, this involves Nally's. No. Did you ever do that? You ever you ever fucking just open something out of the can and just fucking oh, eat fucking it? Fucking ravioli, bro? Hell yeah. Chef Boyardee, ravioli. The diary of a fat My kid. Right here. <laughs> no, this is good shit, bro. No one fucking talks about this. You gotta have two fat dudes to talk with a former fat dude about fat shit. You know what I'm saying? Fat, but well, yeah. you're fucking not 700 pounds anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, bro. Remember my mom would get so pissed, dude, because I'd be fucking just opening Nally's chili cans and fucking just eating them right out of the... But anyway... That's my guilty pleasure, dude. I still do that every now and then. So, obviously, once I got done with high school fo- or college football, the year that I did, uh, just like you're saying, like you were eating a shit ton, led you to gaining weight. Well, I actually did pretty okay for like four years where I didn't like get fat. I was still working out. But it was like 2017 where I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and get like skinny. Lost like 70 pounds. I was awesome. I was like 250 or something like that. And uh, got broke up in a relationship, gained it all back, and then some. I recently, this is the longest I've been without working out, was from 2020 summer to basically the beginning of this year. And I kind of realized in like November, um, this is like, I'm going to tell you right now, my schedule of eating to where I realized like I'm fucked up. Right. So this is, this is my, um, how did I phrase that? When I was my fattest, I would go to work in the morning on the way to work. Every morning was my ritual. And I, I like chips. Okay. So I would cycle through chips and I'd always get two Monster Slim Jims and a bag of uh, whatever chip I liked, right? And then a soda every morning. Then I would go and eat fast food for lunch because that's all there is around, right? Because I was never meal prepping, right? It was just like, go spend 50, 10, 15 bucks, right? So you're eating this crazy, like, I mean, the gas station food's fucking trash. It's so bad for you. Then fast food. Then regardless of, I'm sorry, Kelly, if you're listening, but sometimes you have to just hear the truth. Before I would come home to eat dinner that she would make for me, I would stop at McDonald's on the way home because I'm like, man, I, I got, because I got a 30 mile trip. On my way home, I would eat two McDoubles. And then when I got home, I would eat whatever dinner we had. And then after dinner, I would eat time with the bed. And that's when I was like, like, this is like. Like, when we started losing weight and shit and, like, getting back on our grind, like, wow, I really don't need this fucking full bag of chips and two Slim Jims every morning. And it, like, is crazy how it affects your bank account and shit, too. But, yeah, For that sure. was – sorry to get real carried away there. But, yeah, that's that's a day I might, like – like, as a skinny person, Sean, like, do you, do you, like, imagine, like, there's people out there like us that that's how we got fat is just eating like that? Did he hang out with me for two years? Like, he, I literally. Or is everyone on this planet that. just eating like this? And I'm just, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I definitely am agreeing with what you're saying. Like, I used to eat like that all the time, too. I mean, I, 
I mean, the construction industry. If you don't show up with a with a McDonald's coffee and a and a sausage McMuffin every morning, you're doing something wrong. Right. And so, I mean, for a long time, that's what I was doing. Yeah, and but, it gets to a point where, like, um, like last, uh, so I got sick last summer, whatever. Like a month after that, I was eating McDonald's, and I like coughed up a little bit, and I like, I don't know what I did, but I got like fluid in my lung, like I threw up, and afterwards I was like wheezing. And it like fucked me up, dude. At that point, I was probably eating fast food twice a day. And I, I solely think that was the reason that I got, I would get so fucked up like that way. You're aspirated. I mean, you got right. flow in your lungs and it became an infection. Right. But I mean, it lasted for like 10 seconds and huh. it never came back again. But like, I was just sitting there and I was like eating. I was like, dude, I'm kind of full. And I like burped a little bit and I threw up and then I went and after I was done throwing up, I like, I couldn't, like, I was like, <gasps> like fucking lung. It was fucked yeah. up, dude. But anyways, Zach, what do you think? Oh, man, I actually have like quite a few things to add here, so you need to give me a limit. How many things do you want to? Uh, three. All right. It's fucking just unload, just dude. We got fucking it, as long as you got tonight. <laughs> All right. No, first one that actually does tie into hunting. This one's pretty fucking tragic. Um, <clears throat> Ramsey might kind of remember this, but when I was in seventh grade, sister had just died. Family was going through fucking hell, but I had just taken hunter safety. I was 12 years old. Um, my dad was, had just turned into like a hardcore alcoholic because my sister died. So after I passed my test, I go home, dad's fucking drunk as shit. And I was like, dad, I'm hungry as fuck. Like we went to the gap, we went to McDonald's and he drove and he had just gotten paid. So he had like seven or $800 in cash in his wallet and he ran over the curb drunk as fuck. So McDonald's called the cops on him and we're in the fucking drive through. Mind you, we ordered food for my mom, my dad, my brother, me. And two of my parents' friends or something. So it was like 15 double cheeseburgers. And they arrested my dad for DUI and criminal endangerment right there. And those fucking cops left me in the car. And the McDonald's brought the fucking food out because we paid for it. And I ate 15 cheeseburgers in one fucking sitting. I just kept eating. I was sobbing, crying my eyes out, just fucking eating. One after another, after another, after another. So that's probably like the most like not so funny. Like the shit was just like big time trigger fucking hardcore for me. Right, right. The habitual one I'd have to say is growing up as fucking poor as I did after my sister died. Uh, you guys, the, the fucking, uh, Frank's hot dogs, like they're super cheap. Oh. It's like a dollar a pack, right? Fuck Whatever. Yeah, so my go-to, this is so fucking fat. Like, Oh my God. I can't like, it makes me like sick to my stomach thinking that I would eat that much food in one sitting. I'd literally go to the freezer I'd pull a pack of hot dogs that are already cooked and I'd microwave it. I'd fucking nuke that shit for like five minutes the whole pack and I'd get two gigantic slices or four gigantic slices of like honey or milk and oats bread. That's Fran's bakery. And I put miracle whip, miracle whip or mayonnaise, ranch, ketchup, mustard, pickles. And then I'd put four hot dogs in this one, three hot dogs in this one. And then I'd put cheese on it and then I dip it in ranch. And then I drink like half a gallon of milk. And that was one fucking meal for me. So I did the, my fitness pal on that shit. And I did the calories and it was like fucking 3000 calories for one meal. And I did that every day. Yeah. I did that every fucking day for one meal, but I wasn't eating three meals a day. I was eating four or five meals a day. Right. So, I mean, they say to maintain the weight that I was at, it was like 5,000 calories a day, but I guarantee there were days where I had like 10, 12,000 calories in a day. What, what kind of told it? Fuck. Sorry to ruin the segment guys, but I have this question. When I get to a point where I'm eating crazy like that, my fucking heartburn and like shit like that is so unreal. Yeah. Like, what is it like at 10,000 calories? What I was going to ask you guys to tie into that, to answer that is like, I would feel so fucking bloated, literally like hurt to exist with your weight loss. 
have you guys stopped feeling bloated yet? Yeah, you know what's crazy is like, do you have, did you have this like right here to where it would like feel like, it feel like it was like this, like all the time. And it was like a little bit of pain right here. I just felt like my whole body was swollen. Like I felt my hands, my feet were swollen. Fucking couldn't feel shit. Like I was just uncomfortable all the time. I don't know if I'm like an alien or something. Just feel different. I literally like. Bro, he did the fucking 70. What is it? The, 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 the fucking uh, Bull Mountain Grill? The 70 ounce steak he, challenge. He did that motherfucker. Eight, like 22 minutes or some shit. And I literally went somewhere else after that, Nate Moore. I've, people won't believe me, but I literally have never been to the point where I'm like, Same. Yeah. I am so sick, I can't eat more food. You ever done the gallon of milk challenge? Boy, that sounds awful. That fucker is difficult just because of the pure capacity. And I, well, I mean, like, if I eat really, really fast, like, but I, all I have to do is, like, sit for five minutes and I could do it again. Yeah. That shit would just, like, I'm, like, you're talking about 10,000 calories and I'm just sitting here, like, dude, like, some nights anymore, if I eat past a certain amount of time, I'm fucked up. Like, that's why I want to. Like, he'll literally come to work. He's like, dude, my chest hurt. I'm like, what time did you eat last night? I'm like, oh, like 10 o'clock. And I'm like, well, no shit. Yeah, Sherlock. what do they, what do they say? You're not supposed to eat past, like, eight, eight or nine? Eight o'clock is what. It's weird though because I had a uh, I don't know if you you ran into this but I it wasn't a dietitian it was just like a like I went to like a nutrition store and they wrote up a meal plan for you mm-hmm. and they would tell me like if you're hungry to like have like an egg or something before bed like no one ever has told me not to besides my my family doc like I don't what do they call it not a family doctor but my I know exactly like the doctor I see every I know time exactly I know what you're talking about I found out that him and I had the same one but anyway yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Like the doctor? You're talking about the doctor? Yep. We've had the same doctor since we were little, little kids. And we're five days apart on birthdays. Yeah, we are. Holy shit. Wait, 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 wait. You had the the doctor that I had too? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Doctor, bro. Yeah. Bro, when I was 17, I was super fat. He hugged, literally hugged me and said, I love you, Zach. I was like, oh shit. I'm about to die. So when you had this, when you had this doctor, I had that doctor, bro. Mm -hmm. And he, and I fucking, uh, see, I was playing football, bro. So like there was no, there was no, um, like you ate food and your coach was trying to get you eat food. You're trying mm-hmm. to get big. You know Vulcan, what I'm saying? Yeah. And I would go to that pediatrician mm-hmm. and he'd be like, bro, you're going to be 300 pounds when you're 18. You're going to be fucked up. Yep. And he, he would make me to where like, I made my mom not go to that doctor anymore because it made me feel so terrible. You know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, that's so fucking crazy. We live in different, same world, seven lives in different worlds. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to shit on your guys' toes or anything. That bunch of bullshit about eating past a certain time. I promise I wouldn't have lost this much weight if that was true. Right. Um, advice as far as eating past a certain time, eat negligent food like pickles. You're like zero to five calories. It's negligent, like not even worth counting. Eat pickles. I eat pickles like a motherfucker. Just keep an eye out on the soda. What about green olives? Highest fucking calories, actually. Not oh, that shit. bad. I would say two, ta- two tablespoons, so probably like eight olives is probably 35 calories, I would imagine. Okay. I fuck Black olives, too. Fucking green olives, dude. But pi- almost pickled anything. But like pickled beets, pickled carrots. Carrots. Pickled shit is pretty negligent. In- How do you get like a good, like, do you like greens a lot? There's a bag of salad in that backpack right now. Okay, see, I fuck with salad, dude, but like <laughs> I get tired of salad, man. Okay, so here's the thing with that, bro. Big advice. I am a quantity eater. I know, obviously, you are too. I like to fill my shit. So right now, ooh, shit, in that bag, I just turn anything into a salad. Like, and I have a huge container in there. There's a ta- It's a taco, but I just load the whole fucking thing. There's sour cream. There's queso cheese. It's just full of, but big, 
huge thing with like filling the quantity. Like you're going to, I'm going to pull this out and show you guys how much food it is. You're going to be like, how the fuck is that 450 calories? Mm -hmm. Big trick chicken. If you got, so four ounces and you can use game too, because like elk and, and deer, if you don't add tallow to it is pretty low calorie. It's like really low calorie. Like elk is right there with chicken. It's super lean, super fucking lean. But if you grind what I do, is I buy the thin sliced chicken breast at Costco. It's 90 calories per four ounces. Mm-hmm. Four ounces of 7327 beef is 300 calories, bro. Right. So I can have three times as much chicken. I have that, that has eight ounces of chicken in it. And it's still, and it's got fucking tons of cheese, sour cream, all sorts of shit like that. So I just make anything into a salad. Like you can make a Big Mac into a salad. You can make a taco into a salad. I, I, that's the way I fill my gut. The more you fill your stomach, your stomach actually physically has hunger hormones in it that send this message to your brain. Like I'm full or I'm hungry. It's, it's, you know, you've, you've been big, you've been big for so long and you've filled your stomach so much. It's, it's stretched to a size. And if you don't fill that size, you're going to feel like you're fucking starving all the time. So I go for quantity big time. Cassidy goes for sweets. She doesn't have the quantity thing. I go for quantity. So I'll chug a fuck ton of tea or water and then eat three full cups of salad with whatever I'm eating. Okay. Because, like, I feel like when I first, because, you know, I got, I self-learned the macro, you know, following your macros mm-hmm. and um, all that stuff. So, when you research that stuff based off of not having, and I'm telling you, the, the biggest advice that you've given me so far is to get, is to go with the dietitian. Mm-hmm. That's been, it's been very huge. Now, I feel sometimes like I kind of disappoint sometimes when I go in there, but I'm going to get better. But what I'm getting at is it seems like when you follow people online, they're always like, well, you got to get broccoli in all the time. You got to get this green and that green. Bro, I could eat fucking a head of lettuce all the time. I, I love salads, man. So I feel that. But it's like I get tired of shit, you know? Bro, just remember what I'm about to tell you. There's no such thing as bad food. That gas station food's not bad. It's just fucking high calorie. There's no such thing as bad food. I I promise you on my fucking life, if I had eaten in the calories that I have eaten in the past year with McDonald's, still would have lost the same amount of weight. It's the caloric deficit. It's not what you eat. Just like it's not the time of day you eat. Now, that's not to say that using your mind at the time of day you eat isn't important because that is something that helped me. I followed the circadian rhythm with the way I eating. I was eating and that stopped me from that binge eating cycle. I was telling you guys about where I would eat when everybody went to sleep. So I stopped eating at six o'clock, not because it had some fucking weird shit with my body, just because if I made a fucking hard rule, you guys are both athletes. You understand what it's like to be coached. If you make a rule for yourself, I will not eat after the sun goes down. Then you won't eat after the sun goes down. That that those calories will never go into your body. You don't have to worry about it. Okay. So that that was I mean, so the the quick story with that, what happened was I started on July twenty seventh and then I lost like 20, 25 pounds. Next way in was decent, like fourteen pounds. And then the next way in October fourth, it was like three weeks, and I was down four pounds. I literally wanted to fucking die. I was like, what the fuck? And I had to be really honest with myself. I was like, I've been eating after everybody goes to bed. And that's just the truth of it. And then I started following the circadian rhythm with, with the timing of my eating. I swear to God, between October 4th and election day, November 4th, I lost 38 pounds, 34 pounds, 32 pounds in 28 days. It fell off of me like fucking butter, bro. Hmm. That's something I've never, I've never even 
heard of that. You never heard of the circadian rhythm? No. The circadian rhythm is simple. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. The circadian rhythm is like your um, primal body biological clock of like when the sun comes up, you wake up because of this, the vitamin D and, and you're, you, you eat breakfast and then going down. So it's just basically your body's biological clock and why it's so hard to sleep when the sun's out. Okay. Hmm. I might be wrong. This is good. This is good information for all. I mean, could you tie this kind of with like when you're going to go on a hunting trip? Meal prep. Okay. Dude, I meal prep fucking everything and it helps so much for fishing and hunting trips because I'm where not you, eating. Where do you buy most of your food? Walmart. Walmart. Actually, when I, because I've gotten, it sounds so cocky, because I've gotten so good at meal prepping food from Walmart and Costco. Oh, do you guys know what Mr. Thrifty is? I've heard of it, never been. It's like almost expired food that gets sent to this discount store to be sold. And it's just totally random shit. It's never the same stuff. So I'll go there and pick up stuff to challenge myself with meal preps to have more fun with it. And that is so fun for me. But Costco is a really good place to go in and Walmart too. Well, that's where I'm getting to a point where it's like, because actually my, see Ramsey and I live together mm-hmm. and then my girlfriend lives with me. Lit. And so all three of us are doing this. You're meal prepping. And, well, she's, she's on, she's seeing Paige as well. Fuck so yeah. So all three of us are doing this, but it's like, damn, sometimes I'm like, bro, we spend a hell of money on food right now. You should be saving money. What the fuck? Well, we're buying tons of food though. Let me come over and help you guys meal prep. I I'm not against that one, dude. We're we're at now. I at you this point, I think like the biggest thing for us right now is sucking it up and understanding you don't know shit. That much- dude, seriously, sucking your fucking ego down and being like, help. Like that was so hard for me because Cassidy, that. I didn't know how to fucking meal prep, but I knew how to cook. I knew how to cook like a motherfucker. She had to teach me how to meal prep, and then I taught her how to cook. And now it's like she still doesn't know how to fucking cook. I <laughs> hope she doesn't see this. <laughs> no, for real, though. Let me come over. I'm not going to treat you guys like babies. I know you guys are grown men. I'll teach no. you, but we'll do it. Do you have a food scale? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Because I, I was doing uh, – the last time I lost all the weight, it was like uh, my meal plan was like six ounces of meat for uh, lunch and uh, dinner. So I would always weigh it out. Okay. What I was always doing before, it was it was always like uh, three eggs in the morning, uh, like half a half a cup of carbs in some way. Basically, if it was like oats, if it was uh, a half a bagel, whatever, like accumulated to like a half a cup of carbs and then a, and a cup of fruit. And then lunch would be a cup of vegetables, six ounces of meat, um, and then like a half a cup of rice and it would be the same for dinner. And then there was two snacks. See, That's between. where it gets really monotonous and you don't want to fucking do it. The biggest part about weight loss. And I'll tell everyone this from the rooftops is you have to make it sustainable. And in making it sustainable, you have to make it fun. So like, tell me your favorite meal on the face of the planet. It doesn't have to be healthy. Chicken Parmesan, dude. bro. Let's make chicken Parmesan healthy as fuck. Air fry it. It takes the deep fried oil out of it. I promise you I can make you a chicken Parmesan meal that'll make you full out of your mind for less than 600 calories. I guarantee it. What's your number? What did Paige give you? What's your caloric deficit? 2,500. Oh my fucking God, bro. I, <laughs> bro, I will have you eating like a goddamn king. If I had 2,500 calories, I wouldn't know what to do with it. I'm at like 18, 1,900, and that's what I've been at for over a year. 2,500, bro, we will... Oh my God. So, big trick. 
that helped me a lot with, um, I was eating three meals that were like 600 calories. I switched it to four meals that are 450 changed my fucking life. Cause you, I found myself feeling like I was waiting for the next meal all the time. Like I was like, Oh, I get to eat it this time. And I was getting so excited waiting for it. Like it was a fucking reward switching it to four. It's like, sometimes you even forget to eat the fourth meal. So like it's, it's lit. You're like, oh, I get to combine two meals. Fuck you. So what's your <laughs> number? What's what, what's your number? Oh, it was like, uh, it was a little bit less than yours. I can't remember. It was like 2,300 is what I've been. Probably because you're a little shorter than him. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's fucking sick. He's five inches taller than me. <laughs> so 2,300. What's your favorite meal? Uh, dude, I love me some Chinese food. Bro. Do you like, you like ramen and shit? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, dude. I meal prep ramen all the time. All the fucking time. So what are you, are you just like pulling out of the package and then tossing the, tossing the, the, the seasoning packet and making your own, like your own deal? Seasoning's fine. Hmm. Seasoning is like negligible calorie, bro. Right. It, the only so, thing in it is sodium. Yeah. Right. Fuck sodium. You know, I mean, honestly, unless there's something that Paige tells you to worry about with sodium, don't fucking worry about sodium. No, I, she, really, we haven't been like focusing on macros at all. You're focusing on the, the calories. I, I think we're trying to get like to a starting point here. Yeah. And Ramsey, I would say of, of the two of us, Ramsey's the one that's taken, taken off better. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm going to tell you what he's been doing. For, see, the last week of us, we're, we're, we're here till midnight every night. Mm-hmm. And there's no, we can't meal prep, bro. I live 30 miles away. Like it, it hasn't been, and I know you're going to tell me that's just an excuse. And, and I believe you that if you were to tell me that it hasn't worked out for us. So what he's been doing, he's been eating one meal a day and, and it's been not good food. And instead of, and he thinks that's, that's a good way to do it is just to not eat. And I, I would ask you if you think that is what you think about that. I think some would argue that it's a borderline eating disorder. I would not. I would say that is um, a very, you guys have heard of intermittent fasting, yeah? Yeah. I don't totally agree with it. It's not for me. Works for a lot of people. People would call that a 23-1, which is where you fast for 23 hours a day and eat for one. I don't think it's the best way to do it. It may be not sustainable long-term for the rest of your life. Um, But if it works for you, then it works for you. That's all I have to say. If Paige is cool with it, that's all that fucking matters. But you're basically just doing it because of circumstance. It's it's an audible. It's an audible. <laughs> because but I'm just telling you, like I I just like have to mentally be like the only thing open right now is fast food. Okay. And so I'm like, I would rather not be eat fast food and give myself that temptation as like go home, drink a glass of water and eat like a granola bar or something. Okay. Let me ask you this. <clears throat> if you're building the house, you guys know construction a little bit, right? You're building the house. Uh, Sean, uh, we didn't really introduce you to Sean very well. Like, this was really, I'm sorry, guys. Sean owns a construction business. This okay, is the so only Sean reason really we got, understand. This is the only reason we got this done. What's <laughs> the most important thing of starting a house build? Foundation. Right. So, would you cheap out on the foundation? No. Would you use Quickcrete? No. So, why are you half assing the most important part? It's fair. I, I hate to like be that guy, but like, in, if you're going to invest, invest. If you're going to, don't put $10,000 into a foundation so it can crumble three years later. Put $50,000 into a foundation so it lasts for 150 years. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So w- the way I do it, I go crazy with meal preps. It's literally my favorite fucking thing on the planet. I love meal prepping. So I'm excited to come and help you guys. Yeah, um, we're fucking, we'll be all about it. Dude, for real. <laughs> I meal prep for like, at, at first it was six days at a time, but now I meal prep for like 10. I, okay. I mean, I go crazy with it. Do you do you just you have ten meals, ten days ready in the fridge all the time, and it doesn't go bad? No, never. I've never gotten sick from. It. I got an iron gut. Uh, I, 
See, I'm a picky eater, bro. Like okay. if Walmart or fucking Walmart, if milk gets to a point where like I can sniff that shit, yeah. Like, cause you know what happened once? I went to guzzle milk from the jug, bro, and it was it, uh, it was rotten. Oh, worst experience of my life. So Ugh. now I check shit all the time. That's okay. how I quit chewing, dude. Dude, drank a spitter one time, <laughs> bro. I quit chewing too, and then I drink way too many spitters. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Sometimes I'm not gonna lie. I wish I could put a dip in when I'm on the river. Really? I do the Smoky Mountain though. Well, these guys do the the Zen thing. I saw that. Uh, Sean, do you think that meal prepping would be a viable resource for us when we're out in the out out hunting? Do you think? Absolutely. You think it's something we could try? Yeah. I mean, I think throw some shit in the Tupperware and because I'm gonna tell you right now. See, we're gonna get to we're minutes away from talking to you about. hunting because we really want to talk to you about that okay the thing i want to talk about right now is i i don't know what styles you do mm-hmm. but when we go out it's going to be a case of water it's going to be a case Walls, of gatorades and then it's going to be like <laughs> a, chips and snack food and shit and i think that we would do so much better hiking and so much shit if we had, instead of doing that now that we've talked about this right here what if we meal prepped the cooler full of a bunch of meal prepped so meals you know, honestly, what a very clutch group of food to have when you're hunting, like backpacking, is an MRE. Oh, yeah. I mean, those are, I mean, how many calories do you think are in an MRE? Oh, they're really high calorie because they're made for people that only get to eat once, you know, every three fucking right. days. So they're like, probably like 1,500, 2,000 right. calorie meals. So, so in a situation like, okay, obviously you're still in a, I mean, you're, it's your lifestyle, just like mm-hmm. we're trying to make a lifestyle. Oh, yeah. When you get to a point where you're going to do an activity that is pulling that kind of calories, how are you? How are you going at that? Like, are you still in your calorie deficit? Or are you going to give yourself a little bit more fuel to get yourself through? I just, I, that's where I'm like, I, I don't know what you would, what you would do in that situation. It's a great question. First of all, how much are you guys drinking while you're doing that? Oh, uh, did I drink a gallon a day, no matter what? No, nah, I'm talking about alcohol. Oh, oh. zero. No, we. I don't drink when I'm when I'm hunting. <laughs> alcohol is so fucking caloric bro i mean just think about every shot no matter what 100 calories every fucking shot and big guys takes 10 shots for me to even fucking feel anything that's a thousand calories bro beer beer that isn't light even light beer 210 calories a can dark beer fucking get you a guinness 400 calories for a can preach preach now listen to this ramsey when he's losing weight, see, I feel like I'm just tacking you tonight, bro. I, I, got, I got resources here, so you 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 come at me too, bro. It's all good. He'll be like, all right, six days in a row, I meal prepped great. I worked out great. I'm going to go out tonight. Do it. I'm Fuck gonna, yeah. 100%. You're, you're fine. Fuck yeah. You're absolutely. Fine. If you can't do that for yourself, it has to be sustainable. So like, yeah, don't even think about it as a cheat day. Don't. I wouldn't do it every fucking week. But, like, there's nothing wrong with that at all. You're not going to ruin your progress by <laughs> You're not going to ruin your progress by all right, all right. nights. I this think it's, shit, it's Scoreboard, dude. Scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. All right. Dude, I'm, but you. find that boundary where it's like, okay, I eat like shit. Start back up tomorrow. We're good. One night, I'm good. One night for the month, maybe two nights, maybe a weekend a month. Fuck yeah, do it. Absolutely. The other thing to keep in mind is like, maybe you don't want to go all out, but you want to go out to dinner with your girlfriend, right? You want to go out to dinner and you're like, ah, I really don't want to fucking just eat a salad. 
Mm-hmm. Just eat mindfully throughout the day. So say, say you have 2,500 calories in a day to eat and you know that you're going out to rib and chop, right? And you know that the meal that you want, you look, cause you fucking thought about it and you're eating mindfully. You looked at the menu before you went, um, say that meal, you know, is a thousand calories and you have 2,500 to fuck with eat a thousand calories before you go. Don't eat your regular meals. So that's, that's the, the whole thing of eating mindfully. Instead of eating 2,500 and then going and eating a thousand, eat 1,500 and then go, or even eat like 1,300. So maybe you can have a glass of wine or a beer. Okay. Last question before I do one more little segment. When it's wintertime, see, when in the summertime I'm at work, mm-hmm. I can drink gallons. I'm talking gallons of water. How do you keep yourself when it's cold out? And I don't, maybe this is a personal thing. Like drinking water when you're not sweating constantly during the day. Like what do you just mentally force yourself to drink water all day? Or are you just to the point where like you just, it's your habit. I just don't drink water that often. I just drink like fucking diet soda. Oh, you don't? I, I drink diet soda and fucking my favorite is I drink diet Lipton green tea. It's like my crack. It's my so fucking good, crack, bro. <laughs> Those are so Literally. Bro, I I went on a trip up to, to where I'm from this last weekend. I probably had like five gallons in two days. Like I oh, fucking drink that shit like it's crack. Also, I don't fucking care if anyone comes from this artificial sweeteners. Gang, drink that shit. Fuck anyone who tells you not to. Hmm. See, I, I I just I think I had a work word. This is really opening up some shit for me. Okay, like sorry podcast. We're getting a little bit of a <laughs> little bit of a counseling in here. Uh, but like it, I had like a mental thing where like I, I, I love iced tea, bro. Fuck yeah. I, I, would, I would drink that shit all day long. But sweet I have like this mental iced block. Tea. Iced tea. Okay. Unsweetened. Okay. I Sweet tea is for fucking, you want to go live in Louisiana or some shit. Go have your fucking <laughs> sweet tea. <laughs> shit tastes sweet like Sweet tea is delicious. Okay, so oh, what's the mental block uh, No. What's wrong with sweet well, tea? Well, Bow Mountain Brothers have gone down to two members now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just, I like had this mental <clears> block <throat> where it's like, you're always told you got to have uh, one half your body weight in ounces per water every day. Bullshit. First of all, iced tea is water. Right, right. right. It literally, <laughs> Mountain Dew, it's fucking water. Crystal Light, it's fucking, it's all water. Everything is water. Coffee, water. Everything is water. Right. So don't let yourself. I'm telling you, I, not proud of it, but have gone to work and drink a 12 pack of diet soda and still lost three pounds that week. Don't fucking worry about. It. Don't do that. That's a lot of diet soda. <laughs> but I'm just like telling you, like, give yourself permission because okay. if you don't make it sustainable, bro, buy that shit by the gallon and drink that shit throughout the day. If you can't handle water, I'm telling you, it's fine. You're fine. See, and I've gotten to the point, and Sean had told me that he felt this way, but like when I started, I don't know, month, month and a half ago, I like told myself, I was like, you need to like be mindful and like drink water because i'll like get into work and then i'm like dude i drank like one glass of water all day and that was the only thing i drank Mm -hmm. now that i drink like a gallon a day i feel like dog shit if i don't really oh yeah do you piss all the time oh yeah all the time and he was telling me that and i was like that's that's not true and now like i got there and i'm like dude yep i have this weird like mental thing that if my pee is not crystal clear <laughs> something's fucking I wrong am, like I, I honestly will drink damn near two gallons two and a half Dude, gallons straight up we're wall tent hunt, shoulder hunting and we had a full case of water and he went out and peed 
And he was quiet. And I came back in. Did you drink like 13 water bottles in a row? Just sat there and drank them. And I was like, what is going on? Is I have, it's some weird, dude. I don't, I don't I, know I when it, it started. I get it. No, for real. I don't know. I just I'm like a, it. I'm a hypochondriac, so I totally know what you're fucking I talking just, about. I hate cramps. Okay. <laughs> Very bad. Yes, and that is what I'm getting at on like and this hunting thing is like, so, yes, the cramps. How do you not, you have to drink all that water, right? Am I wrong? Do you, well, here's the thing. It's like you're playing a sport in general, any sport, hiking, doing all this. When you were playing sports, you drank water before the game, during the game, Gatorade during the game, before a game, after the game, whatever. Hold on here. <laughs> Sky Hold on here. did not have. What kind of coach did you have Gatorade. in Great Falls? You guys because didn't have Gatorade? No. Bro, bro. <laughs> Our coach huh. in high school would be like, there's the water spigot. You get one there's second of drinking. Ditch. You get 30 seconds, make it quick. <laughs> no, you get 30 to, seconds. Bro, get at the... my high school, it, I swear to fucking God, it was a PVC pipe on a 2x6 yep. with holes drilled in it. Yeah, yeah. And you walked up and you took a drink of that as a group. Yeah, yeah one that's time. What we had, one yeah. fucking time. And we used to drink... get those Gatorade Chewies before games. No, you uh, fucking those things spoiled motherfucker. Nice. <laughs> this is bullshit. See, now I will tell you, when I, went to, when I was in college, it, it was fucking sick because oh, yeah. you had like trainers walking around with the Gatorade bottles, bro. And they... Like, you should have water all day long. Yeah. But I'm telling you, in high school, it was one, one time, I swear, during practice, you'd get water. Maybe Two days twice. is tough. Dude, I don't know. They can't, they're pretty lenient. So what I started doing in football is I'd just bring my gallon jug. Yeah. And then, like, because you couldn't run. It was way down the hill. So, like, you couldn't run and go get water. Yeah, they water. put it in the most fucking hazardous locations they can. It's like, hang on. Ramsey's just fucking lazy, bro. He wanted to go down that hill. That was it. Because, like, I figured out if I put it up there, like, if we were doing sideline drills, I'd just walk over and get a drink of water. But then I started noticing my water started going way faster. Freaking motherfuckers were drinking my water. Oh, dude, that makes me so so mad, bro. This is kind of funny. I'll tell you how that all came to an end. Are you pissing it? No, dude. They, I could see... And I'm not going to say any names because you know every single one of them. <laughs> but uh, they were like, I could see them watching me. And I opened up and I went, <laughs> and I spit in it. They never drank it Oh, again. my fucking God. <laughs> like, did we go to elementary school with them? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's they like, never drank my water. Soon. And I'd never done that before. I was just like. Bro. That's big dick energy right there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Ramsey, before we go on to what he wants to talk about, I just do this literally tomorrow. I know you can. Go to Walmart and buy. They sell them in half gallon. Get a half gallon of Diet Lipton Green Tea Citrus. Change your fucking life. Just buy it. Just buy one and try that tomorrow. No, dude. I've had that stuff before. It's the best. I. You should just stock your... Ramsey's got a fridge right next to you. No, dude. I swear. So the team that I race with... The owner, he literally, in his motor home, I, he's like, go, go go to drink if you're thirsty. And I opened it, and it was just diet, lifting green tea all around. I was like, shit, it's fucking oh, this crap. is probably pretty good. And I tried one. I drank like seven of them. Bro, it's what like, do they taste like? Like, like, like a toned down apple juice almost. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, they're unreal. They're pretty good. Oh, oh shit. Good. See, I don't like green tea, so I've never... I would you, never taste you would it like doesn't it. taste like green tea. Or Dude, like I, I went through a phase where... where Take uh, everything you think... Green tea tastes like throw it out the window. That's not what this. Yeah. You're like, oh my like. god, it's like apple juice. I went through a phase where like I quit drinking coffee and just drank green tea. Yeah, no shit. See, that's the thing I've never gotten into. I hate coffee. I've never gotten up. Same, more. same. Yeah. I don't want that dependency on my shit, I'm bro. Not. And I don't see. Do you like? Do you like hot drinks? Like, will you drink hot chocolate? I fucking hate all hot drinks. I won't drink hot chocolate. I'm gonna drink. I like green tea. 
Zach probably like before bed he's like I got my medicinal uh, sleepy time tea to take tonight green tea he just has like this thing and he unrolls it and it's just full of green tea and he's like Tuesday his girlfriend walks in he like closes it up it's just my tea man so so to get us into that what Riley wants to I got one more segment here okay alright I don't want to start with you what is your go to cheat meal cheat meal I'm going to change the question for Sean. Death row. Last meal. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Last meal. That's lit. Last meal. Because you don't really like, you don't want to have cheat meals because you can eat whatever the fuck you want. Death row. What do you want for your last meal? Last thing you're ever going to eat? Egg salad sandwich. What the fuck? Get fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. I. I'm a crackhead. Like yes. like I am a crackhead about egg salad. We I bet, went. I bet your mom's is your favorite, isn't it? She actually doesn't make it. No. No. It's. Do you make it specially with like a special ingredient? I can't name it on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I don't shit. really know. Do you know, this is the funny thing is I don't make it that much. But the problem it. is, is no, I don't even buy it that much. Seriously, it's weird. Like it's my favorite thing ever, but I don't make it and don't buy it that often. Probably keeps it as your favorite thing ever, so you don't need it all the time. Right. And so we went up camping like in the Fred Robinson Bridge area. Went and stopped in Grass Range to have dinner one night at that little cafe or diner or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had egg salad sandwich on their menu. Ew. I probably ate like seven or eight of them. Holy fucking ball sack. I your girlfriend probably love hated you, bro. it. Oh, you probably shit your brains <laughs> out, bro. If you could shit. Or like chicken salad too. Like oh. like pickle barrel go to chicken get I chicken get, salad. I get sandwich. fucking boned up for a chicken. I made a I made a <laughs> just straight bricked up, dude. <laughs> Check this out though. I actually this you talking about like eating food that makes you happy? Yeah. I made a healthy chicken salad the other day. And then I don't like celery, so I put pickles in it. Chopped up pickles. Fuck yeah, bro. And then instead of uh, mayonnaise, well, I still use like a like a th- like a quarter cup of mayonnaise instead of like I think it's like a cup and a half that you usually use yeah. for serving. I just put Greek yogurt. in I it. I was just about to say Greek yogurt's a fucking hack and a half, bro. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking the best. And I use shallots in it, bro. Oh my god, mm. I'm gonna go make some right now. All right, so egg salad. Where we at? Chicken parm. Chick- big chicken. We're <laughs> gonna make you a chicken parm. Uh, like. There's times where I'd just be like watching TV. But this is your last... We got to go back to Sean, though. I got to interrupt. Egg salad sandwich is the only thing you're going to have on your deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no sides. There's no drink. It's All just, I can think of is, so like, Squidward when he tastes the crusty... The yeah. fucking crap <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't know. There's... it's No, it'd probably be, like, ten egg salad sandwiches and a half a rack of bush light. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Or a nice whiskey. Just a chicken parm. Oh no. Oh, All right. No. Make it. Make a plate real quick. You got four things. Four things. So it definitely be chicken parm, and I, I don't know. I make a pretty damn good chicken parm, but I've yet to find one that beats Olive Garden. I don't know what it is. So it would be that chicken parm, and not only that one. They ran this special for a while. It was a giant chicken parm. I swear to God, that piece of chicken was the size of a dinner plate. Okay. So that with the spaghetti. a uh, About a two liter of Diet Mountain Dew. Uh, moose Tracks ice cream. Oh, <laughs> oh Moose Tracks is, is superior. And a bag of uh, cheddar and sour cream ruffles, dude. 
I could die happy right there. Okay. So uh, here's where I'm at. Mom's meatloaf. You chop it up and like little diced up. This is oh, really. He's, he's got he's got a whole thing, bro. This is really bringing out my fat guy shit right here. I'm really exposing myself. Uh, you chop that shit up, this meatloaf into a bunch of diced pieces. You get a bowl about this big. That like uh, like instant mashed potatoes, like the garlic kind. Fill that thing with mashed potatoes. Dump all the meatloaf in it. Barbecue sauce the shit out of it, and a little and some corn. Holy shit! Bro. That sounds like something that should be on Famous Dave's menu, <laughs> dude. It's so fucking good, bro. Like it's I could die the famous bowl, Famous Dave's. Way. Actually, another little hack I have that everyone in here is gonna hate, and my girlfriend's like gets so mad if I even talk about it. You ever have mamwich? Yeah. Sloppy Joe oh, mamwich? Cold. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you exactly what he's gonna say right now. Cold manwich and Ritz crackers. No, 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 chicken and a biscuit, bro. Is it chicken and yeah, a biscuit? Yeah, and you have corn. It's, it's like my crack, bro. It's like a little. Uh, I feel like if you had the bacon and cheddar like squeezed cheese, you'd probably put that. No, on no, no. Too. It's got to be just manwich and fucking. Jeez, <laughs> manwich is actually really fucking low calorie. Bro. No shit. So buy that chicken breast. Grind your. Do you have, I'm sure you have a meat grinder. Uh, yeah, we have a mm-hmm. manual one. I oh brutal. You guys process your own game. Well, dad has my dad has. We usually party up and butcher party. Well, there's you can get a cheap meat grinder at fucking Walmart for like forty bucks. But anyway, get one. grind the bur- the chicken into burger and then fucking make sloppy joes with chicken burger and you could have like fucking four sloppy joes. Not endorsing keto at all. Not my fucking thing. But friends make keto hamburger buns that are like just the same they're 50 fucking calories you could literally probably have like six sloppy joes and you're totally fine bro this is the best thing i've ever bro had come easy. into my life is this guy right here <laughs> all right all right what's your what's your food bro my dad's macaroni salad it's pretty lit i don't have to do that uh pizza you know actually i did it for my uh my one year weigh-in i did my one year weigh in, I really went all out because I was down like 285 pounds or something like that. <clears throat> I went to, I called my friend Jade. She's a manager at Domino's. And I was like, can you, can you have a pizza made up for me? Like a Hawaiian pizza that's uncut. She's like, you got it. No problem. Don't pay for it. I got that. I got a Subway sandwich, rolled the fucking Subway sandwich in the pizza and then cut it like sushi. <laughs> that was fucking lit, it brought me oh. so sick. I, and then I had a bunch of, uh, have you ever had mango cut? Mango carts. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one that? Is that the one that Matt got me onto? That shit's good. I wish Matt was here. Matt's our fourth guy, dude. He's the one that owns this whole place. Gotcha. gotcha. Mango cart guy. Um. So that would definitely have to be that that pole. That's so good. Hmm. But um. Also, if it wasn't that meal, then it would be like macaroni salad, and then just a fuck ton of sushi. I am a crackhead for sushi. Sushi. Sushi's great. Do you guys ever eat sushi? Oh, I love sushi. I had it one time in my life. You know, it's really good. Trout. Sushi. Oh yeah, I would bet it is for Super sure. Super good. You had sushi? I, I was like not huge into sushi, and then when I went to Mexico last year, they had it like freshly made. And they like made it in front of uh, Mexico of all places. What are there's a bunch of Asian tuna? Asian? I don't think you have to be Asian to make sushi. Right? Uh, <laughs> sorry, that wasn't like I wasn't saying you had to be Asian. Oh, well, the way that the, the move resort on, move was on, no, no, I'm already in the the way the resort was made up. You had like different ethnicity restaurants all over oh, the yeah. side of it yeah, right. it's like you'd have italian one night and then you'd go have like mexican i mean obviously you're in mexico the fish tacos though yes 
Dude, guys, this Ugh. is this is too funny, man. Like that we could just sit here and talk all night about like our food habits. I think that's really fucking healthy in weight loss. You can't the, the more you restrict, the less sustainable it is. So like when I say we could make you, I mean, so how many cal- how many meals are you having? Three or four a day? Uh, I was doing three meals and then I'd have snacks. So it, let me break snack. it down in my head real quick. If you literally just wanted sloppy joes, uh, sloppy joe sauce, man, with sloppy joe sauce is twenty five calories per serving. I just have this shit. No, I'm, I'm in my head. Lay uh, it down, Rain Man. We're ready for it. So, um, say you wanted each sloppy Joe to be three ounces of chicken burger. So you got three times ninety. That's three times two hundred and ten calories, right? What two seventy. Two seventy. So you got two hundred and seventy. Ca- two hundred seventy. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> so you got just the chicken. So round that up to about 320 calories with the manwich sauce. That's three manwich or three um, sloppy joes, 50 calories per bun. So 50, 100, 150 or 50, 100, 150. So then you're at 320 plus 150 is 570. 470. 470. Oh, fuck Jesus Christ. It's all good. 470. You still have. This is where the really kicks in. <laughs> you still have 130. Ca- well, you're, you're eating 2300. So you still have like, fuck it. You could have two more sloppy joes there. Three what, times a day. What have we been doing? Bro, I'm telling you, it's about what you know. And I, dude, you guys, we when we get done with this, like, just text me what you like, and I'll help you plan out the meals. Also, Walmart delivery is dope. I wish I could do it, bro. I'm, oh, it sucks. I should just, we could do it here, though. I could send the food here. Yeah. Or you could, if I come to you guys, you could just schedule it for pickup and I can grab it on my well, way out. Believe me, dude, when April hits and the snow is down and the ice is gone, dude, you should come out all the time and yeah. we'll take the boat out. Please, go, God. Go ice fishing. Yeah, on your secret pond. <laughs> it wasn't so much of a secret as much as like every year there's like 10 more people. Bro, people still don't fucking believe you though. You're like, I slam. They're like, no, you don't. Like whatever, yeah. Or but like, don't no, come out here. But you yeah, don't go there. Like you'll be catching them right in front of these people. They're like, "How the fuck are you doing that?" By the way, woolly bugger, black and green woolly buggers for bass. Okay, I'll catch okay. on the fly there. Um, I can't remember what the fuck I was saying. I got ADHD. Okay, good, good. good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess let's um. God, we could real. We could have a three-hour podcast. Let's just do another one in a couple months. Well, honestly, if. Uh, if you wanted to, we'll have you on for an after dark again someday. Yeah, I, have you have you been have you kind of checked out our little schedule the way we do podcasts? Uh-huh. So we do uh, it's two two time two to three depending on how many like the week lies in the month. We do uh, where it's just the three of us doing our own thing that we do every week, and then we have an after dark which is like uh, we call it Lodge Crew, and it's basically just like we get one or two buddies. We haven't had two yet, but like you get the buddies in here and like just fucking do this. Right, because we've kind of we've kind of strayed from your interview just a tiny bit. But, yeah, but this is fun, dude. We're having a good time. Ice is going way better than I expected it to. This is great. Oh, wow. I like this. <laughs> I didn't like expect that. Ramsey and I to just fucking click like we used to. That's great. <laughs> Makes me happy as fuck. But uh, let's for now. Uh, I want to end tonight with uh, basically. I want you to finish up whatever sto- part of your story we've interrupted, and then Sean and I were talking earlier about. Like we, we would love to really know about like your hunting, like what mm-hmm. kind of hunting stuff you do. So Sean's going to kind of just kind of bang some questions at you. So uh, we're going to take a quick minute break here. We'll be right back and then we'll finish things up with Zach here. Be right back. Fun tonight. This has been, <laughs> this has been a good time boys. 
Absolutely. Uh, Sean, why don't you let's just finish up and get Zach on the road here. Uh, you had a lot you wanted to ask him about uh, his the hunting side of his life. Yeah. So when we were back talking about the water thing, I wanted to bring this up <laughs> just to start this off. The biggest problem that I, that I have because I drink so much water all day is you know how hard it is to be archery hunting and piss 400 times a day? I've never archery hunted, but like I can't imagine because I know how fucking close you have to get. I, I remember Ramsey and I were sitting on a wallow in one of our spots just waiting, calling every once in a while. And I had to drink so Six much water. Times. I had to pee. And the whole time all he was doing was hand, throw, tossing me the... Uh, the scent spray. Yeah, the scent spray. Just so I could... Because we're like, ah, this is stupid, man. But, uh, so, you do hunt, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, uh, I mean, what are you into? What's your favorite? With the weight. Okay, so, when I was very young, it was a lot of pheasant hunting with, with our... We had Springer Spaniels growing up, so we always pheasant hunted, and then they died. And then I gained all the weight. Um, so, it's really... I love all sorts of hunting. I've always wanted to do a lot more, but the most I've done is a lot of deer rifle hunting. Okay. I know how to shoot a bow. I have a a really beautiful recurve at home and I know how to shoot that. Or I I just, I like rifle hunting for for deer mostly. And around this area, you go all over the state. I've been all over the state. I I took my first deer in Shoto. Okay. That's where a lot of my family's from. And then I've been up near Haver and Harlem and uh, Grass Range when it Bighorn, the Bighorn Mountains. My dad took a huge whitetail buck out there. It's fucking massive, literally like 300 pounds dressed. It was fucking fat. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeez. So did you get out this year or this past year? I did go out. Yeah, I went up to um, Comanche Flats, but like probably like 30 miles west kind of in those block management areas we were kind of walking those hills a little bit but we didn't we didn't get any luck a lot of backpacking or not a lot no i'm no. still still testing the waters i don't my biggest fear is like fucking breaking my ankle when i'm out there and have to right. get fucking medivaced out so i'm still i think probably like two or three miles i did but not much more than that okay and i mean i guess i always ask people this too is i mean what's your favorite deer to hunt would it be a mule deer or whitetail to hunt or to eat both both whitetail whitetail in my opinion is a little sweeter and it's a little more fun to hunt near the water like that right yeah you'd always get a little more versatile hunt yeah it's so much more fucking flat when it's mule deer mule deer are fun and like they're i just don't think they're quite as good tasting as whitetail i agree i've never shot a whitetail Neither I haven't shot a white tail either. My dad got that big one. Oh, motherfucker, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to shoot one this year. Thinking about it? Yeah. Well, I was going to do it last year, but I'm telling you, like, you think, like, when you're out guiding, you can, like, sneak off sometimes, and yeah. you can't. <laughs> Dude, I actually had this kid. Uh, he was from, sorry to tangent here, but this is kind of funny. Um, when I was shadowing this year, um, I got to kind of like go out like on a hike with this like I, I couldn't really do much when you're shadowing like away from the outfitter um but we were like coming into this one area and it was like literally like antelope area i'm talking like sagebrush flats and there was like one little ravine and i guess you're within a half a mile of the river but it's like mule deer country and this kid had paid to come hunt with his dad um to come shoot a mule deer but he he was telling me and, and the outfitter he's like if I see a big ass whitetail, like I don't care if I shoot, shoot them at home, like I'll I'll kill one I'll kill one here, 
because he saw like his buddy that was there last year shot a big one. And we're coming around the corner and these whitetail are out in the sagebrush, dude. Like it was, I was so caught off guard and they went down in this ravine and I had a shot and I'm not shitting you on like probably like 150 inch whitetail, like a big four, I guess they would say a big eight point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And he couldn't, he couldn't like get, he was in a position where he couldn't see it. And I'm talking 175 yards could have shot. Probably a whitetail is bigger than any mule deer I've ever shot. And like, I just had to be like, cause like any other client would like, they're there for mule deer. So like, they don't give a shit. I could have just killed it. And they would have been like, Oh, that's cool. Like my guy had shot a whitetail. Like, but him, like I couldn't do that. So it was just so brutal to just sit, <laughs> had there, to sit there and bite your and tongue. I'm just or, like, I'm like yeah. he's there. He's, he, I can see him, <laughs> but yeah. Jeez. Anyways. Which is crazy. Cause like, same area i had a similar story the first time they ever took me out there probably uh i don't know dude it had to be 180 inch white that double drop time oh yeah you jumped up jeez and matt our fourth partner he was the one that took me out there and he's like oh there's a big ass white tail right there and i'm 14 at the time so i'm like i could see it with my eyes but every time I brought the scope, I'd lose it every time I brought the scope up. And then I just watched this thing jump over the fence mm. and just kind of like, I've never heard it. If you ever heard a deer laugh, that was the time to hear a deer laugh. <laughs> but yeah, that's crazy. So Zach, do you do any elk hunting? That's, I've always wanted to, and I fucking love elk meat, but it's, it was just too physical for me. I just couldn't, you know, 700 pounds, fucking helicopter would have trouble getting me out. <laughs> Right. You're just gonna have to come hunting with us. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, you can listen to it on our. I think it's our first lodge lodge crew that we did. That uh, or sorry, Wall Tank Chronicles. That we yeah, did. we have a bonus episode that we did that. That I talked about the difference because I'm from Western Montana, and then I moved to you know Eastern Montana, and the difference in elk hunting is crazy. I mean, basically, what he's saying is sometimes you don't have to hike. 15 miles into a shithole to shoot an elk. And that, sometimes you and or me and Sean, you know, we just drive into an area and all you have to do is step out of the ranger and they're right there. And that's totally not what I'm used to. I mean, seriously, it's like... You got to work for it. Miles, dude. I mean, because they're... Which it's, it's some dumb idea that I think was embedded in my brain because of no, I have hearing from Western... You know, hearing guys from Western Montana shoot elk. It's like there's no elk... A mile in from where you park the truck. They're right. 15. They're 17 miles in. And it's like, that's the biggest thing where it's like, you got to go and get there. And it's like, that's not always the case. And I mean, prairie elk hunting is just, a, it's blows my mind. I mean, are honestly. you aware that there's like elk within 10, like 10 miles of us right now? The Bull Mountains. I mean, like closer than that. I'm talking closer than I've that. seen, I've seen elk on. The roundabout at Zimmerman on the in that in that road before, like top twenty like, biggest like bulls I've ever seen, right there. Yeah, yeah, top twenty biggest bulls I've ever seen. Uh, I had that white truck <coughs> like uh, six years ago. I'm coming up Acton Hill. You know where that's at. Mm-hmm. I'm about to the top. I had a headlight out, so I had my brights on. If I didn't have my brights on, I would have smashed the bit one of the biggest bulls I've ever seen standing around the middle of the road right there. <laughs> <coughs> but they're an like Creek, dude. They come wow. Through. Absolutely. And they oh, just I've, they just had some uh out on like in Grand, someone heard hold on, sorry. I've had <coughs> I've had guys plenty of people tell me that the biggest mule deer they've ever seen in their life 
are like come out of Alkali Creek. <laughs> oh, dude, no. We when we were fucking kids. So you know where my parents live? Yeah. We that there was didn't used to be a ton of houses on that backside. We'd sneak down off that rim down there. Did you guys do the same thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. So we'd sneak down off that rim and go paintballing and shit. Well, like when we got more into hunting in high school, we'd go shed hunting down there. Dude, there's a 180 inch mule deer all day long. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, like where I'm from, the you see a lot more whitetail because the river runs right through. Right. I can tell you how much more rural that my schooling experience was. I remember sitting in elementary class and there would be turkeys. <laughs> Walking yeah, outside, yeah. Oh yeah. Walking I outside the window. That. Oh yeah. yeah. There's you do, nothing you do behind that school. Yeah. Yeah. I got moved there for a little bit, but they moved me back. I did do kindergarten there, but I did I did all the rest. You know what's crazy too is what I noticed when I first moved here is the amount of fucking antelope you see in town. Oh yeah, my I did that that field across from my parents' house. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like always jump the fence right across from Castle Rock. Yeah. All yeah. the fucking time. They're yeah. always jumping that fence. Remember when mm-hmm. we used to walk to hit and run? Oh, yeah. Turkey, I forgot Hit and Run even existed. Do you fucking remember Dalton? Uh, Don't say it last uh, time. There's a lot of... We'll His parents owned it. You know which one. I do know. Yeah. I do. Is it the trap shooting one? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Uh, does he have a sister? I think so. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, I was going to say this. You were talking about your dad a couple times. Why do I remember? Was your dad a huge Raiders fan? Fuck yeah. I, that's what I remember. Like, we, like Him and I would always argue about whose dad was a better mechanic. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was literally an ongoing battle. Our entire friendship, <laughs> enemy ship. Are you a big sport, uh, football fan still? Big, huge. Football you, fan. You, did you take on the Raiders? Oh yeah, I did. Oh, man. Dude. They Excuse might be me. pretty decent next year, dude. For real. Yeah, they will. Got as long as I can Josh start that McDaniel. car. Yeah, but I think you guys are going to pick up a quarterback in free agency. I think, hey, I think yeah, Derek yeah. Carr is piecing out. <laughs> He's a good dude. He's a good leader, bro. His, and you know what's the best thing He's about Derek Carr? He's definitely a perfect Raiders his, quarterback. His brother's just always on like TV just like, Derek's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Same with uh, fucking uh, Colin. Colin Coward. Oh, He's dude, always you, like, Derek Carr is an elite quarterback. Yeah. Fuck Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Colin Coward. Oh, shit. Uh, Who are we going for in the Super Bowl? Who, this year? Yeah. Uh, I wanted the Bengals, dude. I really, I, I love Jamar Chase. I, I, you so know what's funny is I kept saying I was like, you know, Joe Burrow deserves this, but no, not Matt Stafford, Stafford deserves this shit years out of in that. a winless city. I know. Oh my and god! And I kept seeing all this stuff. It's like that's the closest Detroit's ever going to get to a Super Bowl. Have you seen the meme where it's like the 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 Lions hung a flag and it's like our old quarterback won the Super Bowl? Like we're a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> at least we have Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> dude, could you imagine him and uh, Megatron like we're on a different team? Oh my god, that could have been like the Tom, been Tom Brady of the NFC. Literally, like that the Tom been, and like, Randy Moss. Dude. Randy Moss and Tom Brady. He's yeah. had such a good year, dude. Who? Matt Safford. Oh, Unbelievable. Dude. Yeah. Well, fucking Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Cup, he's bro. now he's, he's now conference. taking two wide receivers to like the top two. Uh, yearly receiving yards or whatever. Well, didn't because arguably I mean, Cooper Cup had the best year of a receiver ever. Did did he beat Mega or uh, Jerry Rice's record? Was it Jerry Rice that had the record? I don't know Fuck, that. I don't know. Did you see that that stat that was like forty year olds with more receiving yards? And it was like Jerry Rice, Tom Brady, like number one in number two. <laughs> Do you know what's crazy though? Uh, there's gonna be like literally like the oldest guy in the NFL. I think uh, Whitworth is gonna retire. He like so Tom Brady retired. 
then the oldest guy was Whitworth, who's on the Rams. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. he's going to retire, and I think there's not going to be any more like 40 year olds. Well, Aaron Rodgers is like 37. No, who's the you, kicker I he for 40? He retired. Adam Vinatieri retired. No, not Vinatieri. Uh, the the guy for the Packers is old as shit. Matt Crosby. I don't, I don't think Crosby's he's 40. Crosby's not in his 40s. He's a gray haired. They might not be. Though. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. God, we are a tangent. <laughs> we are we are hopping tangents yeah, for real, bro. But I, I had to say though, I was like, I feel like I can picture your dad in a Raiders jersey for some reason. Raiders tattoos. Yeah, that yeah. was a big son of a bitch. Damn, that was so long ago. That was That's probably fucking dude. 18, 15 years ago. Literally, Ramsey and I have been friends since first grade. Who was your first grade? Was it Hanson? Mm-hmm. Or were you? Spee. I thought she was second. She did first and second for our class. You, you I was Brinkman in second. Did so, you guys do Anseth together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had her for two years. Anseth. I messaged her about my whole TikTok thing. I don't know if you remember this, but there was like a time like when we were losing everything, and she and Stoltz took me shopping. Do you remember that? They literally went and bought me a whole I do wardrobe. Actually remember they that, bought yeah. me a whole fucking wardrobe. Like went so far. But we had some good ass elementary school. So, Bro, that school so was elite. Anseth was a really good like one of my. We were very close. Me too. Ramsey and I. And that's so crazy that to hear like how good of a teacher she was. Mm-hmm. My grandpa died when I was in, had her, and she took me to the store and shit too. Like that, that tells you what like the quality of the teachers we had in Billings. Dude. She was like minus still. high school. And then were you Whistler or Derutter? Derutter. Derutter was phenomenal too. Mm-hmm. And then Alex's mom. You know stepped that. In. You know that salamander. You guys didn't have Niemeyer, did you? That she had as a pet. I think so. Dude, I had that thing for like seven years. No after fucking that. way, yeah. Edward, dude, bro. One thing I've looked for ever since. Do you remember the barometer? The little thing that was on the wall that went up when it was going to rain with the blue fluid in it right next to the door? Uh Uh-uh. You don't remember that? Like where we'd line up to go outside, she had a fucking barometric pressure reader. Hmm. I've been trying to find one for so long. (laughs) Dude, I bet. I just remember like she had back surgery or something. Yeah, she got all fucked up. And then, yeah. uh, Alex's mom. Alex's mom. That was dope too. That was dope as fuck. Speaking, is that the the uh, one that we're doing shirts through? No, no, no. Oh, the you're one? doing shirts through Alex? I know. Yeah, K, yeah. Alex K. Yeah, yeah. I talked to him. Too. Well, actually, his mom. His mom, we're his actually... mom made our soccer jerseys, bro. Oh, yeah. Alex, him and I run so fucking deep, bro. <laughs> uh, we played soccer together for our, years. We have hats there right now. Well, it's lit. Yeah, we're, they're doing our hats first right no, now. No, the one that lived by us. Oh, did yeah. he? Yeah, did he live over there? Alex? No, the one you're talking about originally, the blonde-haired one. Yeah, he lived off Ginger. Alex F. Yeah, yeah, that fucking hill. You remember when Logan went down that hill on the scooter and fucked his face up? Oh yeah, he and hit then, the pole. Uh, Jacob, because he had that house right there on the corner. Him? F? No F. Oh yeah, Jordan's best friend. Yeah, dude, yeah. he went off into like on a snow sled. He went off into yeah. the trees, and like this dude came out and he was like, "Yo, what the hell are you kids doing?" Like, dude, I think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> How is Jacob? Dude, I, I don't know. I think he took that music thing and just kind of. Did he? He's super good at the drums. I think he just mm. kind of ran with that. It's kind of always. Last time I saw him, he was like had real. Long hair down to here. I thought you were saying tits there for a second. <laughs> well, <Same>. that's <laughs> <my favorite. laughs> okay. 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 Did you have any more questions about hunting, Sean? I mean, we could go on for. for <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't get us on that. Too. My one really? question on the subject is: Do you see yourself getting into like pursuing hunting the way you pursued fly fishing, mm. or is it something that's really not I in think, your wheelhouse? I think I. Could go either way with it. 
I think fly fishing is definitely something I'm more interested in, but hunting is definitely... I really want to get into goose hunting. Oh. Hmm. really want to do some geese. <laughs> I may know some people that do that. I've heard... My buddy, uh, Brendan, he just got a fuck ton of Canadian honkers, and he wants to bring me some to, so I can try to meal prep it. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, first shit. of all, I'm going to tell you How right much now, you goose want. tastes like shit. Does it really? It's the worst. Okay. But if you figure out how to do it right. That's what anything. We just made it into jerky, bro. This is the oh, best jerky ever. jerky is It's weird. Like, so, uh, gosh, damn, I have another good story. Uh, <laughs> We're going to have to part two of this. <laughs> yeah. Well, just one more. Three years ago, remember when we went to the Super Bowl and we were at Cody's house? And we, oh, this was more than three years ago. You think so? Oh, six yeah. years ago? Probably five or six years ago. Ramsey, Ramsey no. was, he was definitely 21. Yeah, <laughs> we decided we were gonna get drunk. Me and Cody and uh, me and Cody, and uh, we were gonna see how we could cook goose to make it taste good. We tenderized, pan fried, this and that, and this and that, and you could get it where it was like almost like like you could almost eat it. And then we pulled out the elk steaks and we just threw it all. Like we just all like, <laughs> all right, it's going back in the jerky pile. <laughs> but um, my most vivid memory of you, I don't know if you remember this. But I did something that pissed somebody off. You ding dong ditched the house, dude. You you remember this too? I and remember your fucking it, yeah. friend tried to beat me up, and you beat him up for trying to beat me up, and I just fucking went away. Really? Wow. Who was that? It was, was Chris down the street. Oh my god, Chris. Yep, M. Yeah. He no. is super good now. He's is he? a, he's a awesome, extremely dude. nice person. Great. That's guy. great. I brought I, I ding dong dished, and it fucking made people really fucking mad. And uh, were you around when Ramsey threw an ice chunk at the same guy? No, but I, I had to. I had to tackle him and save Ramsey from getting murdered from the same dude. Chris, Chris broke Cody, the one down the street from me. Yeah, football Cody broke his window on his garage, and Chris was kind of a shitty fucker back then. I remember that. That's cool that he's a great person now. Super good dude. Yeah, actually, Ramsey. Uh, <laughs> Ramsey went to the job interview the other day, or like a couple months ago, and he was the. So, so it was like, I wonder if it was like, he remembered the ice chunk that Ramsey He's threw like, at no us. Way, motherfucker. <laughs> the hell with <laughs> you. But, uh, I, are we pretty much wrapping it up, guys? I think so. Uh, Zach, thanks so much for coming on, dude. Thank this you. Is, this is the most fun we've had this Seriously. whole time. This was... Thanks for having we, me. And we, I, we learned a lot, too. I mean, yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, make sure to catch Zach. He's got a really good podcast uh, called Mental Hygiene. Um, you guys post how many times a week? Uh, we were doing two, now we're doing one. Okay, once a week. Um, you guys are on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have. Do you want to plug your socials? You got Instagram. What's your handle? Uh, Zach dot h two eight. Is it the same on TikTok? No, on TikTok it's Zach two eight eight five. Yeah, you probably don't really even need to look that up because he'll probably pop in your for you page <laughs> pretty easily. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check him out on his uh, mental hygiene podcast. He's got a lot to offer on uh, basically. Uh, Everything you need to know about the, the strategy of coming off of 700 pounds down. And, um, it's really, you know, it's, it's, it's really good information. Ramsey and I are taking everything that we can from him and, uh, running this strategy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think we're good to go, guys. Um, yeah. we'll be back next week. Ramsey, Sean, and I, um, I think we'll have the, the studio almost complete. I think it'll be even prettier. Um, but we'll have you back with our usual stuff next week. So. Um, everyone take care and, uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. See ya. See ya.
That's all for today, folks. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Make sure to download and listen to the Bull Mountain Brothers podcast. You can catch us on Spotify and Apple Music. Don't forget to check us out on social media for more daily content. Links in the description.